did someone say unleashed? Welcome to the truth in politics, culture wars, and that chaos of unleashed entertainment talk. Expand your mind now with D live on the radio and the daily shot of freedom podcast, unleashedentertainmenttalk.com, where most people stop. D begins. We talk about everything. Almost unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic starts now. Right now. Good morning. Good morning. It is Monday, January 15th, 2024. You guys, January 15th, 2024. Again, my name is D. Welcome to Unleashed Entertainment Talk, where we talk about everything. Almost, almost, you guys, and we expose the corruption, the culture wars, the wokeism, the insanity, discussing politics, pop culture, every kind of culture, entertainment culture, and we expand your mind while we're doing that. Thank you again for joining me on this chilly, cold Monday morning live. We broadcast live out of Pearl, Mississippi at WPBP 104.3 FM, and then we also have the TuneIn app, which is available 630 to 830. Well, it's available 24 hours. And that's WPBP 104.3 FM. It is the TuneIn app. And then, of course, the podcast comes up after the fact, which we put that out there for you each and every day. You can catch up on all episodes or the brand new ones at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. So... I hope your weekend was fantastic. I know we're having a kind of crazy weather right now in Mississippi. It's a little chilly for Mississippi, but I was I was driving in today in central Mississippi. Thank God there was no ice. Uh, I know that uh, the northern part of the state's getting hammered a little bit with a winter mix of sleet, ice, etc. And today is the big Iowa caucus for the Republican Party, which uh, hopefully Trump takes that with a storm. Uh, hopefully Trump takes that with a storm. But they're dealing with minus 20, minus 10, minus 14, minus 17. With the chill factors around minus 30, you guys. That, my friends, <laughs> that, my friends, is crazy, okay? Now, I can deal with a lot of stuff, but I don't know that I can deal with that, okay? Good morning to Angie Jones, Barrett, Debbie. What's up, y'all? We're going to load this thing up. We have a Facebook feed today. I was temporarily blocked on Friday, and it just came back up this morning due to community standards, whatever in the heck that means, right? You never know with these people. But here we are. So we're going to go ahead and get started now, get cranking up, because we, my friends... We're going to have a special guest at 7.30 a.m. Central Time, a little less than an hour from now. So um, I'm pretty excited about this. Um, fantastic book, also a fantastic speaker, you guys. Um, just really good speaker. Um, Nicole, she's going to be on with us live. Um this this person's story is amazing. Fifty Shades of the Truth is the name of her book. 
Fifty Shades is the true. Twenty-three years of marriage and nine kids blended together. Uh, obviously a former addict and all that, and just uh, she's going to share her story and honestly tell us, because we're going to ask her hard questions about is her life better now that she's clean and sober, and um, and then we're going to get into what the Fruit Loops are doing to the kids nowadays and all that. So Nicole Walker, um, excuse me, Nicole Thompson will be with us. She's got three names, Nicole Thompson. And uh, like I said, 50 Shades of the Truth, Nicole Thompson, not Walker, God. It's early, y'all. Give me a break. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what's going on on that. On that front, you guys. Now, what's going on in the current world of Trump and the derangement syndrome and you know, all of that crazy stuff that's happening in our world today. It is, um, it's just, it's beyond insane, okay? Let's just be, let's just be honest. There's no more sanity left in the country, you guys, for the most part. And then you have people like us and people that listen to this show who are trying to hold on to our sanity the best we possibly can, so... So over the weekend, there was a lot of breaking stories um, because, you know, it's all hands on deck right now in Iowa. They're dealing with a blizzard. They're dealing with sub-zero temperatures each and every day. And I mean real sub-sub-sub-sub-zero temperatures. Uh, good morning to David, Derek, and uh, Mike Silva. So I did Mike Silva's show on um, this past Friday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Man, had an absolutely blast talking to those guys. And uh, it was just awesome. But I will tell you this. They are on track, too. You guys, they are on track, too. And uh, so if you're in Louisiana or whatever, you definitely 100% need to support what Mike what Mike and them are doing over there, okay? Because it's very important, y'all. It's very important that we all, because it's going to take all of us, you guys. We're in the fight of our lifetime because so many people are saying we're not even going to have an election. Well, I don't know that I believe that, but I do know this. What's going to happen if Trump wins? What's going to happen if Biden wins? I'm talking about what's going to happen to the country, the culture, the freaks, the people that will beat the streets. I mean, blow, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to use violent words because I don't have any idea. But <laughs> this is serious business that we need to be discussing every day. That's why we do this show. Not just to talk about politics, but to talk about the culture the culture wars, okay, because that's what it is at this point. Everybody is very opinionated, and look, everybody should have their opinion, okay? They just should. So I'm not saying anything bad about that. But y'all check out WGSO.com, WGSO.com. That is uh, the Holy and Patriotic Jambalaya Radio Show, Fridays at 7 p.m. 
if you're in New Orleans, it's 990 a.m. But I did notice if you go to WS, I mean, excuse me, WGSO.com, GSO.com, you can check out their podcast or their replays on there as well. And mine was this past Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. So, anyway, want to get that out there. Because, look, we need all the Patriots we can get. We know all hands on deck, you guys. Uh, there's no more uh, playing around, okay? There's no more playing around. So a story broke over the weekend, and this is a very serious, serious story. Most people probably didn't see it. And the ones that did see it were, um, were watching NBC which are the mainstream people. But this is the links that they're going to, okay? There's a la- there's Mary McCord, um, a lady. She she's all, they're already starting to put together a team, you guys, a whole entire team to think through the most damaging type things that Donald Trump might do so that we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to. This is the same exact playbook that they used in 2016, okay? So here's the headline on NBC, the left-wing network, a network of public interest groups and lawmakers who were nervous about former Trump's potential run and return to power is quietly quietly devising plans to foil any effort on his part to pressure the U.S. military to carry out his political agenda. Look, these people are so scared. They are so scared. Okay? And reminder, a real quick reminder, you guys listening. The woman behind this coup this planning all this reported on NBC is Mary B. McCord, who also served as the acting assistant attorney general for the national security. So you may recall that she reviewed and approved the FISA warrants to surveil Carter Page and the Trump campaign. So they're going all in, you guys. They are going all in. They will stop at nothing. They will stop at nothing, including treason, because that's what it is. We have a civilian control of the military in the United States. Okay? What they're proposing or what's being proposed, y'all, here is a 70s-style South America military. I don't know what's scary, y'all. I don't. But um, here's my question to them. So remember how they always say this? So this, this is their version of a peaceful transition of power? Come on now, that they always brag about? No. It's not. It's tyranny, okay? So basically, the uh, NBC News 
without using the administrative state or the deep state is describing the deep state. So, nice. Nice. They always brag about democracy, which they entirely hate the true meaning of that. They only like their meaning of it. Okay? Their meaning of it. And planning anything like this demonstrates a lack of confidence in their uh, election fraud machine, okay? In my opinion, that's what it is. The Marxists, y'all, they're getting very, very scared, okay? I can smell the panic in the air right now. Smell the panic in the air. 769-208-3809 is the text line. 769-208-3809. That is the text line. Um, you can text us. The text line is brought to you by MobilityMedicalInc.com. MobilityMedicalInc.com. Check them out, Danielle and the crew. Uh, Chris Martin said, I think they forgot that there are more patriots than there's them yeah well, they must have forgotten a lot of stuff they're going to need to come up with a new plan though since uh they've already used the media propaganda the fisa courts the uh unmasking the wiretapping so trump will probably be looking for that you know what i mean the unelected bureaucrats determined they are determined to disregard the people's votes they're determined. They still push the big Russia lie from, you know, six, five, six years ago. They still push it. They do. You know, they, the more and more you say something over and over and over and over and over, and it passes along to the kids and over and over and over, people begin to believe their BS, okay? Okay? They just do, unfortunately. So... Just got a text line from American Bad. It says this. Although these people must not realize that Trump was the one who kept us out of war. Of course he was. All the presidents, you know, Bushes and Obamas and, all, you know, all of them. Of course, Biden. Always war. There was no war under Trump, okay? There was no war under Trump. People must forget those kind of things. But just keep in mind, NBC is putting it out there, you guys. They're literally bragging, just like the Democrat Party does, just like the left-wing agenda does, and the propaganda and the rhetoric. They're bragging. They're bragging. So... Got another text saying, am, am I hearing you right? So when Trump wins in November, these people are already planning to overthrow the presidency. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I wonder if Barack Obama's okay with it since he's running the show anyway. Of course he is. Of course he is. We all know that. We've been knowing that, you guys. We've been knowing that because that's what they do. That's what they've been doing. I mean, it is exactly what they've been doing. 
So I don't know what to tell you on that, but what I will tell you is <laughs> we're in for the, the year, you guys, the year, the 2024 year where we have to stand up as Americans. We have to stand up as decent people. We have to stand up as good versus evil, and we definitely have to stand up for our belief systems and our belief in the Lord Jesus Christ and our belief in the Constitution, y'all. I mean, where the disconnect is in this country is these are God-given rights, okay? Not Obama, not Biden, not anybody, not even Trump. These are not rights given to us by those politicians. These are God-given rights. So it's more important now than it's ever been in the history of this country that we stand up to the tyranny, the people that are censoring us, the people that are taking our rights away. We have to for the sake of the future of the country for our next generation which are our kids, grandkids, and et cetera. I mean, we, we just have to. I mean, there's no, there's no arguing with that, okay? You know, and conservatives are not the type of people that are going to run out and do the summer of love and start burning buildings down. That's not the way we roll, okay? That's the way the silly, and I do mean silly, Democrat Party rolls. We don't roll that way. But when you keep coming after the kids, you keep coming after our Constitution, you keep coming after people's guns and their rights, their freedom of speech, and then you start censoring everyone, it's nuts, you guys. It is nuts. It is completely nuts. So... I don't know how you feel about any of that, but I do know that my my current listeners that I know personally, I'm not talking about the podcast, you know, that goes to millions of people. I don't know how they feel, but I'm pretty sure they feel the same way we do because Joe Biden is like, down to 28% or something crazy I just heard on the way in. Nobody, nobody's going to vote for this dude. Now, will they pull in the, um, will they pull in someone else? Probably at this point. How could they not? Think about it from their perspective. How could they not at this point? Chris Martin's got a couple of comments here. I think they forgot. Yep. Actually, they're, is still a war going on since President Trump announced he was running for president. The war is against the people, absolutely. Because of Trump standing up for all of us. It's that simple, y'all. It is that simple. You know, set aside the horrific wars that are going on in other countries. But right now, the Democrats, they don't like us. They say it every day openly openly so that's what they say you know look I don't believe every 
Democrat person out there is evil, but I do agree that most of them are. It's just a fact. You know, the, the older generation, the moderate Democrats that used to be around, that had some common sense, they were okay people. But the Democratic Party has been hijacked and people just can't wrap their head around it. People can't wrap their head around it. But a lot of people are starting to wake up because they see all the craziness, the chaos, the foolishness, what they're doing to children, what they're doing to the, what they've already done, rather, to the education system, what they've done to the voting election, fraud, you guys, fraud. And then that didn't even include the ridiculous wokeism. I mean, we could go on all day on that because you know we always call it out. We just do. We always call it out. Because why? It's true. That's what they're doing. You got Barack Obama making movies and you got all they they're telling us the game plan, you guys. They're telling us the game plan. Now my question to you is are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you aware? If you're not aware, please get aware. That's why we do this show each and every day. That's why we'll wake up today and tomorrow. I don't care what the temperature is. And I will drive here. And we will talk about this. Because why? We have freedom of speech in this country. Even though it's tested every single day. Okay? It is tested every single day. So since today is a caucus day in Iowa for the Republican Party, um, just want to play you guys a little reminder, okay? Just a little reminder. Before it's going to be very chaotic. It's going to be weird. There's some weird movies coming out. How many guys saw the recent movie, Leave the World Behind? Anybody saw that movie there? Oh, okay, yeah, you know all these... What are you, Am I watching a movie or is this a documentary realistic thing? And then I'm seeing Mark Zuckerberg just spent $100 million building a house in Hawaii with a nuclear bunker. What does he know that the rest of the world doesn't know about? Talk about the timing. Oh, accidentally, coincidentally, a week after that movie comes out, a new movie comes out. What's the name of that movie? Civil War. Civil? Huh. Leave the world behind. Our power grid in America hasn't been updated. 75% of it hasn't been updated in about 50 years. And you're kind of talking about that. Then you're pinning whites against blacks. There's a line in the movie that says, Dad, you know if something goes down, we can't trust these white people. I know that's something both you and mom agree on. Why do you put that line in the movie, Barack? And you were helping with the script. Why would you put that in the movie? Why would you put that in the movie? Barack, weren't you the same guy that gave a talk at the DNC in 2004 about bringing people together? What happened to that guy? Yeah, what happened to that guy? All part of the agenda. All part of the agenda. Barack Obama, we've said it over and over and we'll, we'll continue to say it on this show, said he was going to transform the entire United States of America. And he did for the worst. Okay, the rhetoric, the propaganda, and quite frankly, the deliberate, and I do mean deliberate, agenda of the Obama administration was all of these things that are happening right now. Because 
anybody would have to be foolish if they thought Joe Biden could come up with any of this, okay? And he lied, he being Obama. It's that simple. Just the same as, hey, get Obamacare, you can keep your doctor. Remember that lie? Straight up lie, y'all. Marxism, that's what they do. That's what they do. It's exactly what they do, and that's what they're doing now. That's what they're going to do during this whole entire election cycle, all the way up until the actual election. So, just, it just, you know, he fooled everyone, though. He did. Obama was a um, very, mm, let me see, he connected with people on his speeches in a way that Joe Biden can't do, obviously, but he could do that, honestly. So, you know, and, and the real deal is, is none of this is going to be about black or white or brown people. It's the Americans against the government. And really, I mean, that's what it's coming down to, y'all. It just, it, it, it is. He set us back like 40 or 50 years, though, by primarily focusing on race instead of, you know, what they were doing in the background. Okay. And that's sad. It is. And yes, the movie Civil War coming out. <laughs> Wonder why. To do, to, what it's doing, though, purposely <laughs> is making people more divided. That's just part of the deal, you know. It's going to make people more divided. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not down for more division. That's why we're here right now, not the whole reason. But that is a lot of reason. A lot of the reason the uh, larger picture the world economic and all the bigger bigger groups around the entire world they want they want the United States divided they want us in chaos they want the elections crazy they want uh, Barack Obama type people Michelle Obama Joe Biden they want all those people to win the elections because they know they're in complete control then, and they're not in control with Trump. They're just not. Let's be honest. Trump is against the grade, and he always has been. Okay? No, always, excuse me, always has been. Well, one shocking thing. A hero's work is never done. You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. <laughs> you are listening to WPBP 104.3 FM. The Pirate, Pearl, Mississippi. All right, you guys, welcome back on this chilly, chilly Monday, Monday morning, January 15, 2024. 
what I was saying right at, right going into the break is one of the breaking stories over the weekend, which I was kind of surprised, to be honest. Um, but anyway, Senator Marco Rubio, who ran against Trump last time and who is obviously in the state of Florida, he did not endorse DeSantis. He did the right thing, in my opinion. He uh, endorsed Trump over the weekend. Rubio endorses Trump, okay? So that means that uh, both Florida senators now have endorsed Trump. They just have. And look, I'm not going to get into a bashing battle about Ron DeSantis because I don't have anything against him personally, okay? I just don't. Um, but, you know, look, Donald Trump, for this particular moment in history and the way the country is being ran and the way the country is being destroyed, right now Donald Trump is the only person that can fix this, okay? If it's fixable, I don't know this is fixable to the way it was in 2017. I don't know that. But I know one thing, a lot of it can be fixed with common sense, literally. A lot of it can be fixed with just common rules, common rules and regulations, just normal stuff. Who wouldn't want to close down a, a, a wide open border? I mean, you know, things like that. They say they have to, you know, and Biden blames that on the Republicans and they won't come up with a plan. And if you take a look at this plan that they want to pass, including the Rhino Republicans, it still says 5,000 illegal immigrants can come through a day. That's not fixing the problem, y'all. That's not fixing the problem at all. You know what 5,000 a day is times 365 days a year? Come on now. It's not fixing anything. So that's not the solution, you guys. So the But what Biden doesn't tell you is the president has powers to shut it down, just like Trump did. Remain in Mexico. Remain on your side of the border. He does have those powers, okay? He does. Don't think for a minute that he doesn't. Pat Phillips in the house this morning. Woke is broke. Look what happened to Bud Light. Yeah, and these people still don't learn their lessons. These airlines right now, United Airlines, all of them, they're not learning their lesson, you guys. You would think that these people would want to be in business to make money, but instead they want to alienate their customer base. Retarded. Okay, period. Good morning to the Russ man in the house. But yeah. So the Iowa caucuses tonight, I've mentioned that four or five times, but it is going to dominate the news cycle. It just is. And um, the, here's the deal, though. I, I'm reading a text message to someone else, but or excuse me, a, a, a Twitter message to someone else. And the lady says, well, I, Iowa... Ashley Hinton told us that regardless of who wins Monday's Iowa caucuses, Iowans are 100% united on one thing for sure, firing Biden. Well, yeah, 
I can't really understand why anybody would want to vote for Joe Biden, even if you are a Democrat, even if you live in Mississippi or if you live in Hawaii or if you live in wherever. Your rights are being stomped on. You're paying triple, quadruple for groceries. You're paying more for gasoline, gas to heat your homes when it's negative 20 or whatever, okay? It's just common freaking sense. And if you're a Christian, how could you vote for Biden? That's my opinion, you guys. How? You know, and Chris Martin just brought this up, and I was just getting ready to talk about it. Good morning, Lloyd. Texas, you know, has taken matters into their own hands, as they should, y'all, because they know Biden's not going to do anything. Governor Abbott is doing it himself, okay, in Eagle Pass. Of course. Guess who's suing him? Guess who's sending it to the Supreme Court? Only because he's trying to protect his own state? Joe Biden. They're suing him. This is crazy, you guys. I'm waiting for somebody to wake me up. It's like a bad dream that the United States of America is suing a governor because they're trying to stop the illegal flow of illegal migrants. This is crazy, y'all. These are times we've never seen. Period. These are times that we've never seen. Barrett said when war comes here, not with this voice war going on now, where do you stand? Territory wars coming, invasions have started. There are enough people to take the Mexico excuse me, Mexico territory back. Well here's the deal, y'all. The war's already started because they've allowed all of these people across the border. You know, there are reasons. I mean big reasons, not not these smaller reasons that we're talking about, but there are big reasons why these people, these males, military-age males, are coming across the border. Think about it this way, okay? Think about it this way. Something I was thinking deep and hard about last night. All these people, military-age men coming across the border right now, Right this second, every day. Um, they know, they being the deep state and the big government, and the big military industrial complex, they know that uh, most, not all, but most, of course, most law enforcement and most military people, they're not going to take your guns away. But those other people will... They'll bring them on, get them in the, quote, whatever crazy military they're planning or whatever crazy plot they're planning. They'll come after you. They'll try to take your guns because they don't care about you. But they know that law enforcement and all, they, they sign that oath, and most of them are, will not be comfortable with doing that. You know, and when Australia got their guns taken away from them, they turned into a communist country. That's what happens. That's all we have left, and that's where they're frightened, they're scared, they don't want Trump to win. They understand that we're Christians, and they understand that we're going to continue to hold them accountable to the actual Constitution and the Constitutional Republic 
not their so-called democracy, but the actual constitutional republic. So keep that in mind, okay? Keep that in mind. Because, look, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's just not. And, uh, and I'm not saying that anybody on here thinks it is. But what I am saying is each and every day we have to be aware, awake, not woke, but definitely awake. Okay? Just That's just all there is. I mean, that's all there is to it. Talk about all this stuff all day long, but it does come down to that, y'all. What are we going to do? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Well, we're all going to pray. Like, you know, and, and beautiful Debbie's always bringing the, the ultimate power, which is actually God. And that's correct. But remember, these evil people that are doing all this, they may or may not believe in God. Okay? Probably don't. How could you? But we do. And we know that's the ultimate leader. Not these other people. That, not these other people. They're just narcissists and evil people. Okay? That's just all there are. Period. But anyway, here in a little while, in about uh, 10 or 11, maybe 12 minutes, we're going to take the show in a little bit different direction. Uh, as I was talking to you guys early about, earlier about, excuse me. And uh, we're going to hear a great, fantastic story. And the story happens to be a true story. And I love a fantastic true story. And I love a fantastic story where somebody went from the bottom, the rock bottom. Okay. The rock bottom to where they are. You know, I've been through it. So many other people have been through it. And, uh, you know. But, good morning to Michelle Smith. But so many people have been through the rock bottom and through the power of God, you guys. Literally, God. They've been able to come back, you know. And, uh, you know, we just got doing, finished excuse me, doing our usual rant over the border. The open border is actually no border. People need to realize that. These people that fly by night, TikTok it, Snapchat it, they need to realize that the open border equals no border. Okay? Okay, it just does. We're going to get into some conversations with Nicole Thompson, uh, Fifty Shades of the Truth is the book. She's also a very, very well speaker and uh, has, speaks at a lot of events regarding children and all that and Christianity. And like I said earlier, the real leader is God, y'all. People can throw all these other stuff around, but that at the end of the day, that's the deal. David Hall, good morning, sir. Anyone see that the Taiwan election went well for Taiwan? The pro-independent candidate won. In less than 24 hours, though, old meat sock Joe Biden throws Taiwan under the bus. That's right, he absolutely did. With a 
goofy, piss-poor foreign policy statement to appease the Chinese Communist Party and his masters over in Beijing. Yeah, because look, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, they own Joe Biden. They own Hunter Biden. They own the entire Biden family. We all know that. The general public knows that. But our justice system in this country, which is Biden's DOJ, Biden's FBI, they choose to look the other way when it comes to Hunter Biden. If it was Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> come on now. Come on. We know. These people need to realize that there are three branches of government in the United States, not four. Okay? Not four. So, I mean, anyway, yeah, so that whole thing is crazy. The, the United Airlines hold DEI. Now they're caught up in it. People, these big companies that make all this money, they never learn their lessons, get involved with this wokeism, getting involved with it. They just don't. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Zero. We'll be right back. Mobility Medical is your home medical equipment provider. Located in Flowood, Mobility Medical specializes in medical supplies, medical equipment, wheelchair lifts, wheelchairs, electric wheelchairs, lift chairs, and mobility equipment. Our phone number is 601-932-1001, and our catalog is available on our website at mobilitymedicalinc.com. Mobility Medical, your trusted source for medical supplies and equipment. South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... M Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman... If the gentle lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. Oh, my God. I still love it, you guys. Well, supposedly they're, as of right now anyway, as of right now anyway, they're going to hold up the contempt. Um, later on this week, they're going to send out the subpoena for contempt of Congress. Will it go anywhere? I'm not sure. Who knows? But uh, I love the Nancy Graces of the world, the Margie Taylor Greens, who just call it like they see it. And really all they're doing, you guys, is telling the truth. That's all they're doing. Okay? They are just telling the truth. With regard to the border, as uh, just messaged to me by David Hall, the federal government has failed. It's constitutional duty to protect the citizens and the citizenry. It is up to each state, 
to protect its own borders and bill the feds for the extra expenses via lawsuits to recover the losses. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, good for Abbott. More people need to do it, you guys. More people need to do it. They just do. So, here we are and here we go. Here we are and here we go. Well, today in Iowa, of course, all hands on deck for the caucus at uh, 20 below, 15 below zero, and wind chill factors at 30 below, 40 below, ice, snow, deep snow. Will the people show up? Now, Donald Trump's people, I feel like, in my personal opinion, will walk through the snow backwards because they know what he's already done. These other people are fighting for what they can do. Donald Trump is reminding people what he has already done and what he will do again. Again. So, he is, in my opinion, going to do those things, in my opinion. make promises big and small i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america i do solemnly swear to help you when you are in need to be considerate and caring to be your loving faithful friend partner child parent neighbor one of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net Kids across America are going to school hungry, millions of kids every day. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Welcome back. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. My name is D. It is Monday, 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 and it is January 15, 2024. Again, January 15, 2024. Most of the country is in frozen tundra at the moment. Even here in Mississippi, it is uh, unusually, very unusually for our region, cold. It just is. 
So we have Nicole Thompson on the air with us. Fifty Shades of the True or Truth. Are you there, Nicole? Yes, I'm here. Great, fantastic. Good morning to you. Tell everybody where you're located first and how cold is it there? I am in Iowa and it is negative ten degrees outside. Wow. We've got over a foot of snow right now and uh, I dare not drive on it. I am staying home. Wow, I don't believe you. And we were just discussing Iowa. Of course, the caucuses are today. so, And they're going to be dealing with that negative 20 and 30 and 10. and all. Anything negative is just, you know, we're not used to that in Mississippi. We're looking at a wind chill factor of about 3 degrees tonight, which is insane for this state. Yeah. So, anyway... Nicole Thompson, you guys, uh, great story. I uh, hope everybody enjoys it. I was very excited to get you on and uh, introduce yourself first and tell everybody a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the questions, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, my name is Nikki Thompson. My husband and I have been married for 25 years. We have a blended family of nine kids, 12 grandchildren with one on the way. I'll have a new grandson next month in February. And um, the gist of my story is we were married for three and a half years. We divorced for three and a half years. And now we have been remarried for the past almost 18 years. So um, separated because of drugs and alcohol. And my husband got saved in prison. I was on drugs and alcohol while he was in prison for that three and a half years. And when he got out, he just basically asked me if I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And uh, that addicted world, everyone's sick and tired of it. They're just lying to themselves if they say they're not. It's a you know, continual rat race chase of the next tie. And so um, he offered me a new life, and I said, heck yeah. So May 29th of 2006 was the last time I ever used methamphetamine. And so I'll have 18 years clean this May. Fantastic. Uh, we know, we all know, well, most people know anyway, that world, when you get wrapped up in it, it is, uh, it's nonstop chaos for one thing. Uh, and you're living in a chaotic life, maybe whether you realize it or not. What was the hardest part though, about getting free from being addicted to meth? Um, well, I, we moved, we relocated to where my husband paroled out of prison to. So that's what made it easiest for me. Um, I think the hardest part is cutting off those people that you still want to be friends with, but they're still in the chaos. And you're not going to pull them out. If you go into their area, they're going to pull you back in. And so definitely having to say goodbye to friendships where people weren't ready to get out of the chaos. Right. I understand that. I really do. And now, as you know, because everybody knows now, um, what wasn't going on 18 years ago that's going on now is all of these drugs, such as whatever the drug may be, meth, all the way to coke, to whatever it is. They're so, they could be fentanyl in any of them that kill you instantly. Yes. So the, fen the fentanyl crisis is, it, it, not only is it uh, dangerous, but it's literally scary for everyone. Yeah. So what, what's your feeling on that whole fentanyl just in general? It, just that it's taking so many lives. Like right. uh, my husband and I, for the past six, 
seven years have been leading a Celebrate Recovery. And so you see it from all aspects. You see the parents praying for their children or children praying for their parents or siblings or spouses. And, you know, you don't know that you have one more time in you. Tomorrow is not promised. And more people are dying instantly from the fentanyl than, I mean, just in massive, massive numbers. And the problem is they're chasing a counterfeit high. They're looking for something to complete them, and it, it's not in the drugs. It's not in the drugs. It's not in the sex. It's not in any of those natural vices out there that we just become, our brains become addicted to. Right. And it, yeah, and then you're just literally chasing that high again. Yes. Just chasing that high again. Um, well, you know, I feel like that all of this kind of, especially right now in a very divided country we're in, that with the fentanyl crisis and the the education system and the open borders that, uh, you know, obviously have to be fixed. If not, we're completely doomed. And Absolutely. With the cartels that are, you know, getting all this fentanyl across the border, literally with hardly any, you know, nobody really cares that much anymore, it feels like anyway. Now, I know... There's a lot of people that get out there and bust it and try to do the best that they can do every day. But the leadership in our country is weak on that. And um, we have got to, and just this is the opinion of this show, obviously. Our show is all about, about um, we, we think that the Joe Biden administration has been a complete failure. And I don't want to get into who you want to vote for or any of that, but... <laughs> But we, uh, you know, we're Christian oriented, and we feel yeah. like, we feel like that the the Democrat Party has been hijacked by the um, obviously it has been hijacked by the yes, we agree. the progressive left, and and basically it's come down to this point where it's good versus evil. I mean, it just is. So absolutely, my husband and I were in Washington D.C. January sixth, um, and. And so we are definitely, um, we stand for biblical truth at the root. And gay marriage is against what God stands for. Abortion is against what God stands for. Um, random illegals just coming in is against what God stands for. Now, God does stand for, he agrees with taking in the sojourner, but that means you're coming in and you are acclimating to our customs the customs that which this country was founded on. And so, unfortunately, that's not why these men that are military age right. are being brought into our country by the thousands. And if people don't start waking up, it's not that we're saying we don't want to help other people. We want people that want to align themselves with what makes America great. And when people would, would see that big picture, I think maybe they would have a little bit more of an open conversation um, because everybody's screaming from their far right side or their far left side, and there has to be some sort of compromise in the middle to get this nation back where it needs to be. Yeah, I would love to hear, uh, and I know my listeners would for sure, but I would love to hear, you said that you were in D.C. on January 6th. I would love to hear from you what, what that was like, what that feeling was like, what the atmosphere was like. Uh, it was so beautiful. So my husband and I have pictures on our Facebook, but you saw every age, every race, 
every denomination. I mean, there were parents pulling their children in strollers. There were Vietnam vets in wheelchairs. Like, there was everyone there. And it was so peaceful while Trump was speaking. Um, and he actually went over, which my husband and I kind of felt like, you know, he didn't order some stampede of the White House. Oh, I, and, I know that. Yeah, we know that. Of course, of course. And, I mean, the truth will come out. But we felt like once, so at first we stood on the the far side. We could see the White House, but we were on the side of that water. Many people walked through the water, walked around it. And then as my husband and I and a friend of ours that was there made our way over towards the White House, my husband, who is, I mean, just loves your show, he was like, um, I now know why God brought you, because if you weren't here, I would want to go into the White House, and nothing good can come of that. And, um, you know, they opened the doors. It wasn't that someone was beating down the doors or breaking in. Like, they opened everything up. They opened up the barricades. Nobody was stopping them. They Like, it was... It was almost as if if you didn't have spiritual eyes to see the trap, you, you wouldn't have understood what was going on. And so we stood back, and um, all of a sudden, sirens started going, sirens started going, sirens started going. And so my husband, who's a very protective, conservative Christian husband, was sure. just like, okay, we're done. We need to get out of here. Nothing good is going to come of this. We need to go. And so um, we left. But... You know, I saw people praying for each other. Oh, and the songs, like they would just say, we, God bless America. Like the whole crowd would break out in music about America and our great, I mean, it, it wasn't scary or violent or like there was no spirit of let's get up and rebel to it whatsoever. And so it's just, that's probably one of the most misrepresented days, yeah, I think. Absolutely. In I mean, and obviously a lot of that is purposely driven with propaganda and rhetoric, obviously. But, uh, but you know, and all the video footage that has been released since then with Tucker Carlson and other, of course, brave people that are not afraid of the truth. You know, all these videos that we see now, we're going, wait a minute, these people are letting them in and they're just walking around having, I mean, they're literally praying with the police they're hanging out they're just hanging out and unfortunately yes there was probably a couple of violent people here and there but not that's not what it was about that's not what it was about at all so exactly and they will stop at nothing they being the progressive party to you know divide people and the other thing that uh you know the, the main thing that I'm, I focus on on my show a lot of the times is the mutilation of children in 8, 9, 7, 10 years old when they're putting them on hormones and trying to change their gender. That, to me, is the worst. I just can't. Yeah. I cannot. I can't fathom it, first of all. And it is 100%. The Department of Education, this has been going on forever, and people just kind of didn't notice it. But now, yeah. but now it's just, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but that's just the worst to me. Well, my, my hope and prayer for 24 is that I can write a book. Um, I've got the title already picked out, um, labeled 14 by Teens, um, and just talking about our identity. Because 
the thing is we are doing permanent damage to children that aren't even allowed to drive, vote, smoke, gamble, or drink. So we know that they're not wise enough to make mind-altering, you know, potential decisions. We know that they're not old enough. They're not smart enough. They don't really know who they are or what they want to be or what they want to do. And um, there was a girl, a book that I loved, Abigail Schreier, and she wrote a book um, about, you know, what we're doing to these young girls because basically it's a social contagion, D. Like, these girls didn't. And, and that's what my book is about as well. When I was two, three, four, five, I never thought, oh, I'm attracted to girls. I never once thought about homosexuality, lesbianism. I had a great dad. I was not sexually abused. I was programmed by TV programming, by music, by the people around me, just continuing to water down the, the best life that God has for us. And I eventually fell into some lesbian porn. Um, it came out of a music video from 2002 where there were two little schoolgirls kissing in the rain and seeds were planted in my mind that were contrary to who I was. And that's what's happening across our great nation. Kids are being programmed by these influencers who are in it for the money. They are not in it for our children, what's best for them. And the thing is, as a young girl being raised by a single dad who owned a lumber yard, I was very much a tomboy. I had short, short hair. I rode a dirt bike. I built tree forts. And in fact, I didn't like the girls in my middle school. I felt very bullied because I didn't have a mom. And 35 years ago, that wasn't normal to be raised by your dad. And so if all of this would have been going on then, I would have absolutely taken the bait, and thought that I was supposed to be a boy. And do you know what I love most about my life, Dee? My marriage, my kids, my grandkids. And some of these small children that are taking these hormones are making it where they will never be able to experience motherhood, fatherhood, know what it's like to breastfeed their child. Like, we're robbing them of their entire lifetime. I 100% stand behind you with all the things that you have been sharing and talking about and trying to get out there. It's just nonsense. I think these parents, if nothing else, are just looking for attention. I, I mean, how do, you let, how do you let your eight-year-old make a lifelong decision? Well, I mean, and first of all, an eight-year-old shouldn't be making any decision except for uh, if they want some Oreos or something. You know, it's just not. Absolutely. It's not. Well, first of all, it's evil to me. Second of all, it's not normal. And I feel like that it's not only the parents' fault, but, of course, you, you've got to be more involved in your kid's life at this point than ever in history, A. And, B, the people that are that are pushing the, this agenda, they're seriously evil people, okay? Hey, we're going to go to yeah. break. We're going to go to break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, okay? Stay on the line okay. with me. Shiro's work is never done. 
You care for the house, the kids, and our future. We're so grateful for all you do. Now, it's time to care for yourself and save a little more for retirement. A free three-minute online chat can give you the personalized tips you need to boost your retirement savings now. Visit aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro today. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. All right, welcome back. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We're on the radio locally in the Tri-County region at uh, WPBP 104.3 FM. And then the podcast is later. We post it up right after the show at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. We're speaking with Nikki Thompson, Nicole, author uh, Arthur and speaker. And uh, the last thing we were discussing was the the craziness of the the transgender and and a lot of the one the couple of transgender people that uh, that I've interviewed and spoken to about this that that are older now, but you know they were pushed that way in school like we were talking about, but they said they spent the first few years uh, getting indoctrinated and they've spent the next. 10 years in the hospital with physical and mental problems. Yes. Because it destroys their body. And they don't realize what all they're doing to their body, especially at a young age. Like if a grown person wants to identify as a frog, I don't care. But when you're a child, you don't you you can't make those decisions. You just can't. So. Absolutely. And most of the people that I have talked to that have struggled or, or thought maybe I should have been a boy and dressed like a boy and had, you know, homosexual tendencies or whatever the case may be, lots of the girls, middle school, high school, and in college have come out of it and then found their place either just remaining abstinent or marrying and um, having that life of a family. But when you're talking about uh, these clinics, I wanted to throw a fun fact out to you. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the year the iPhone came out in 2007, there was only one transgender clinic in America. And I was trying to look for the number because I don't want to misquote myself. But, I mean, there's hundreds now in America of these transgender clinics. Oh, yeah. Social media, um, cell phones, you know, social media, all the different apps that have, um, you know, come out and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, whatever it is, Instagram, you know, they have a couple of good things about them where you can market, doesn't cost you money, but there's always the propaganda going on, always, and these kids, for whatever reason, you know, well, for many different reasons, honestly, but, you know, and they get up, they start getting so heavily involved with these apps, with this social media, they lose, uh, 
reality basically and they don't have like when we were growing up it's not like a real friendship anymore it's just a, a fake social media friendship and then they get involved with all the things that they are being told and taught at school and all those yeah. things they're being taught at school are not mathematics and normal stuff that we all had it's just not and Absolutely. Uh, i don't know i you know look i i personally you know, I'm an older guy. Yes, I was a musician. Yes, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> the best person in the world, blah, 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 and all that. But I always knew right from wrong just because <clears throat> I was raised, you know, in the South. And by raised, I had a good family life, thank God. But, of course, you know, I, I went down the wrong road for a while like so many people do. But when you realize <laughs> what the important things are in life, which is obviously God, family, and, you know, and just all of that, you, you, you completely start to look at the world in a different way. And, uh, but that doesn't mean I hate on any of those people, especially the children, cause it's not their fault, but, Absolutely. but it is directly the fault of these evil people though, that are pushing this into their, into their, vocabulary into every every piece of their life is some kind of prop is some kind of propaganda every piece of their life so i, I like what you guys are doing because we have a bunch of celebrate recovery uh christian places here where i live and fantastic people i know some of them they're great people and it gives the the younger generation uh it gives them a different outlook and i think that it's a good stuff you know i've always been a fan of that so and i don't i don't know if you know this about me but i used to play in a band with a with leaf garrett who was a major heroin addict so i do i do i do understand the um the trials and the tribulations of that chaotic life fortunately i did not get into that thank god but um but yeah it was tough for him to get away but those kind of people, and such as yourself, whether you're a celebrity or whether you're just some normal person walking down the sidewalk, you know, I think the hardest part, like you mentioned earlier in the conversation, is you have to cut off that circle of people. You just do. Yeah. That's the only way out. And uh, Changing your people, places, and things. Yeah. I think, you know, because you have that empty time, that you used to go to the bar or you used to go hang out with people that were not healthy for you or you, and if you don't find something new to fill it. So of course with celebrate recovery, you know, a lot of that may be church or Jesus, or it may be volunteering, or it may be going to a sober bar and playing pool and playing darts. You know, it may be um, a whole huge plethora of things, but you've got to fill your house with something different. Um, otherwise, when that temptation comes back, um, the Bible actually says it's seven times worse than the first, that when we clean our house of an unclean spirit, it searches the dry, arid places, finds no rest, so it comes back to you, and your house is clean, empty, put in order, but it's empty. And so knowing um, that is part of the reason why we have to be very intentional about who we allow up close and personal. Be very intentional. I can't watch some of the shows I used to watch when I was in addiction. It could potentially be a trigger for me. Um, I will say this. 
I find it harder to stay away from porn. I have found it. I have found it harder to stay away from porn simply because of the erosion of what PG-13 means to our nation today compared to 20 years ago. And so I have a 14-year-old granddaughter I'm raising, and we picked up a PG-13 movie, and, and it just it had some smut in it, and that wasn't the case 20 years ago. Right. And it's almost as if, the and, and it is, it's TV programming. It is programming you what it wants to. And it is deadening our senses to have compassion for one another, to have strong biblical values, um, anything along the lines of, you know, looking like a decent human being. We have all these violent video games, violent shows that are getting in the hands of our children. And, um, and then we wonder why there's shootings at schools. Because these kids, their parents are handing them, you know, a PS4 as their new babysitter instead of being intentional and sitting around, you know, the dinner table having real conversations with their children. Um, it, it is very, sometimes very frustrating to me the lack of parenting that we can see, um, which, again, was a big push for my book. It's not that, you know, I hate anyone. Right. But whenever I see something that is counter to God's will, which even just last night, like I said, when my uh, granddaughter and I were watching the show, my comment was, we're not just supposed to sleep around. This isn't something that kids should be watching. God made marriage for one man, one woman in covenant. You know, sex isn't dirty. Sex isn't gross. But sex is nothing you should be concerned with until you're an adult. Right. End of story. And I think that if we as parents would take the role of the head of our household more seriously and say, look, that's just not the best plan for you. School, college, a job trade, finding out what you love to do, working in that field. Like, there's so many other things we could be pushing our kids towards in order to be successful human beings than transgender cross-dressing at a parade at age nine. That's foolishness. Yeah, that little boy that's on the magazine cover of everything. Or the athlete that, you know, right. I mean, boy, didn't Budweiser learn from that? Like, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, the, and, and that whole wokeism thing is, is hopefully, and this is just my hope, is, is a fad that's going to go away. But, you know, with the social media and people and the young people, unfortunately, living, and I do mean they live their lives on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's where they get their news. That's where they do everything. You know, and I ask young people when I'm out and about, it's just what I do. And I'm never ugly to them. I just say, hey, what's going on in the news and where do you get your news from? Uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram. Yeah. I mean, now look, I don't. I'm not saying don't ever go on social media because I do, but you know I'm also grown, and uh, but the the younger generation has has just not had any. Unfortunately, and this is very unfortunately, they have spent their entire lives in a different technology world than we did. Okay, they just have books have you know are not being read like they should. And it's because they all have a gadget in their hand, period. 
And uh, I'm not saying that technology is bad because, of course, it's good. But it can be bad. But I think it's up to the parents. It's up to the parents and obviously our broken education system. But it's up yeah. to the parents to, you know, step in. I mean, really, no one should be reading or listening to a drag time story in kindergarten. Absolutely That is not. completely insane to me. I can't even yeah. fathom it. But what I like about your book is that the that you're so outspoken and tell everybody the difference between post-truth and absolute truth. <laughs> I like that question. Pastor, I just... So I just told my granddaughter about that yesterday. So, um, so I have three granddaughters that are at home, that li- live with me and my husband right now. Their mom's getting on their feet, and they're all girls. And so it's kind of like God said, "You want to preach about purity and and integrity among young girls? Here, I'm going to challenge you with three young girls to raise." And so they will often ask me what a word means, and I have um, my dictionary that I use is the Webster's 1828. And so my granddaughter was like, is this a Bible dictionary? And I was like, no, but it was a dictionary before they started making up words. And so we talked about the post-truth, which means how I feel is what is true. And, and that's not true. Truth is founded on fact and our feelings because our heart is deceitfully wicked uh, will lead us astray because there are times I don't feel like going to work, Dee, but guess what? If I don't go to work, I don't get a paycheck and I don't eat. Exactly. You know, there are, there are times I don't feel like getting up and getting my girls ready for school and driving them every single morning. But guess what? If your kids miss too many days of school, there's something called truancy and you can get in trouble, you know, and you're held accountable. And so just because you don't feel like it doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. Exactly. And, um, you know, and unfortunately, that's another thing missing as the culture has been changing. Um, Not from your perspective, but uh, from the perspective of inside of a school building, not the outside looking in, but inside. Now, look, don't get me wrong. There are a bunch of good schools. Not all schools do all this crazy stuff. But I just think that it, it is a must for people like you and me to continue to talk about this because the more and the more we alert people that there is another way, there, you, there's always another way to find a better school. It just is. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I know the whole argument about private, public, charter, all that. That's not even what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, there's always a way, if you want it bad enough, to figure out a way to protect your children, no matter Absolutely. what, no matter what the subject is. So, anyway, but look, I thoroughly enjoyed this. We're at the top of the hour now. You're fantastic. But before we go, I want you to give out all your information because everybody can hear it live on the FM signal and the TuneIn, and then they can listen back on uh, the podcast. So go ahead and give me all that info one more time. Absolutely. Uh, 50 Shades of Truth, that is 50shadesoftruth.com is the website where you can find my book. My husband and I have a 501c3 nonprofit, and if you buy my book from the website, we donate one to a local jail or prison because that's where my husband got saved. And so prisoner number two, 
Preacher, prisoner2preacher.org is our nonprofit website. And then, of course, you can buy the book online at Amazon. And um, I'm on social media. And I would love to hear from somebody. If you got questions, you want to chat, you want to talk about um, any of the things we've touched on, I'd love to hear from you. Just reach out. Thank you so much. And we really appreciate it. I'll be in touch. Hopefully we can have you back on again and maybe your husband as well. So He would love that. He would absolutely love that. And we Look forward to it. I appreciate all of it, and uh, thank you so much, and have a fantastic and blessed day, okay? You too. That was Nicole Nikki Thompson, Fifty Shades of the Truth. Great story, great people, from prisoner to God to just great straight up people, man. Trump supporters all the way, and just people who understand. They were literally at January 6th in D.C., so that would be my official first time. That would be my official first time to interview and speak with someone that was personally on the January 6th at the state at the Washington Capitol. Of course, it was described by them as <laughs> more like Woodstock than what the Democrats like to describe it as, you know, but that's just what they do. They push the agenda. They make it out like it was worse than D-Day or worse than whatever, 9-11. They should be ashamed of themselves. Literally, they should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, so anyway, thank you all for listening. Of course, the interview was brought to you by Danielle and the crew at Mobility Medical Inc. And also, it was brought to you in part by Al Williams, and that's A-L A.L. Williams bail bonds statewide with local office in Madison County. And uh, I'm helping them out. So if, if you go to jail or if you get a DUI or if you do whatever, <laughs> give me a call, 601-918-8409. And look, these things are important, you guys, that uh, Nicole, Nikki was talking about. Okay. We all know somebody if not a direct family member, and for hell, it might have been one of us who've been through these crazy addiction problems. She can stand up, y'all. She can stand up and talk about the porn addiction, the drug addiction, but she can talk about it, and good for her. Good for her. Good for her. 18 years clean and sober. 18 years, you guys. That's a long time. And good for her. Okay. Through finding Jesus Christ, her Lord and Savior. Okay. 
That's how she was able to do it, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're not per se a, a, a preacher show here, but we're definitely Christians and we stand up for it. We all make promises, big and small. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need. To be considerate and caring. To be your loving, faithful friend. Partner. Child. Parent. Neighbor. Colleague. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. On January 3rd, Ron Fearman and his daughter were saved from a flood by Army reservists. Okay, grab my shoulders. Hang on tight. Were it not for their employers letting them do their duty, this story might have had a very different ending. You're going to be safe. To every employer who supports the National Guard and Reserve, thanks for making us your business. A public service message brought to you by the employer support of the Guard and Reserve and the Ad Council. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Power 104.3, The Pirate. Is the heartbeat of Pearl the Pirate? Force Academy graduate, former F-15C fighter pilot, and was a lieutenant colonel and commander in the Space Force. In 2021, I was fired from my command for writing a book trying to reverse the trend of the overt politicization of the uniformed services. Specifically, I criticized the military's diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings, which at my own base were illegally occurring despite an executive order from the commander-in-chief. The diversity, equity, and inclusion industry is steeped in critical race theory, and is rooted in anti-American Marxist ideology. I watch DEI trainings divide our troops ideologically and in some cases sow the seeds of animosity toward the very country they had sworn an oath to defend. Before writing that book, I submitted a formal written complaint to the Space Force Inspector General's office detailing that such violations were occurring, including illegal race-based discrimination, but my complaint was never investigated and was later dismissed by then-Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting, whom the Senate just confirmed for his fourth star. After two months, I received a written dismissal of my complaint from General Whiting. Personally, I have always advocated for a non-political military work environment. Today, I'm here to testify about the ongoing Marxist-inspired efforts to subvert and weaken our military and broader American society. We often refer to these efforts as wokeism, but it is also a culture war. Yet even in this committee, there are differing views about whether there is such a thing as a culture war underway. Well, unfortunately, there is a culture war and the wokeism is real. Okay, that is sad but true. This is a witness saying that he was fired and pointing out the illegal shenanigans and the div division of DEI. Okay, he's an Air Force Academy graduate, former F-15 fighter, you guys. Lieutenant Colonel. 
So they don't care, you guys. He was fired because he was telling the truth. That's that's all they know how to do nowadays, okay? This is all by design to weaken the military, y'all. There is no place for this DEI wokeism, especially in the military. We have got to stop all of this. You know? We've got to. The account where is the accountability of the military leadership? Our Secretary of Defense has been in the hospital since December twenty second. He didn't even tell anybody for days and in weeks in some cases. The President of the United States, Joe Brandon Biden, did not even know anything for four days straight. He is running a war from a laptop with one of those lap trays in a hospital bed. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. He has got to be removed. Okay? Could you imagine what would happen if somebody on Trump's cabinet member would have done any of that? Okay? Seriously. But we need more patriots like this gentleman that was just speaking to come forward. We just do. It has to keep happening, you guys. It does. It has to keep happening. They have to keep coming forward. Okay? Biden and the Democrats are destroying the country on purpose. That is a fact. On purpose. And all the people that think that still think, rather, that this is a fair and balanced system that we live in. Come on now. There's so much corruption that is unreal. A lot of it's from the so-called Republicans and about 99.9% from the Democrats. There may be two people out of the whole Democrat Party that have any whatsoever, any, common sense left there's not many more than that in the republican party okay dei must die that is the thought for the day on that subject because it's true i've been getting a lot of texts you guys and uh <laughs> you know look all these things we were speaking with nikki thompson about Fifty Shades of the Truth is the name of the book. It, it's just, it's a, what a shame it is, you guys. What a absolute crying shame that our school systems, not all of them, of course, please don't come back with me. I get messages saying, I'm a teacher. I don't do that. I know that. I'm talking about some, not all. But the more some there is, the more all there becomes. But what a shame, what a actual shame it is that the ones that are pushing this agenda and not teaching kids an actual education, but instead uh, indoctrination, it's a sad day for all of that, you guys. Put civics back in. You know, I saw something online. I don't know where it is now. But they're offering a certain company, I'm not sure who it was, offering civic classes 
for kids now online, and they should. There are all kind of places offering constitution classes. Hillsdale University is an online thing. It's free for the constitution class. COS, Convention of States, conventionofstates.com. Sign the petition. Watch the free information on the Constitution. You know, I think that a lot of people, especially the younger TikTok, Instagram crowd, they just they couldn't tell you anything about the Constitution. Now, that, to me, that's just sad. Now, I'm not saying I always could either. There was a point in my life where I didn't pay any attention to any of that stuff. But... We knew the basics because we had civics in school. <laughs> we did the Pledge of Allegiance in school. We did the Lord's Prayer in school. We got our booties popped and spanked in school. We got expelled. You know, there was consequences. There's consequences for everything. Then we're seeing the consequences from the last so-called election right now play out in front of us we cannot allow those kind of consequences to ever happen again and I hear it every day but D they're going to cheat they're going to cheat well doesn't mean we have to stop it doesn't mean we have to stop fighting for the truth it just doesn't because we, we, we literally have to, you guys. There is absolutely no way around it at all anymore. Period, period, and then period. So, um, look, there are different opinions on Mr. Vivek Ramaswamy, if you've been keeping up. You know, Trump's been quiet, really, really, really quiet about Vivek. Ramaswamy, but all of a sudden, bam, he threw him way out, okay? He threw him way out and really just called him out. And I've seen these speeches on uh, Twitter and X and other platforms that I follow and other shows. You know, the scary thing about Vivek is there's a speech that they compare him to Obama, and it's almost word for word. Okay. Now, I'm, look, I, I don't know that, that Vivek is this or that. I, I don't know, but I do know that he was connected to BlackRock. He was involved with a pharmaceutical company that made billions of dollars who never actually had a product. And uh, those are things that are... All you have to do is Google, period. So, I'm just saying be careful. I'm just saying be careful. That's it. You know, because Byron Donalds, by the way, <laughs> I have another clip of him from yesterday morning. I was watching a particular show yesterday morning, and, and, and look, Byron Donalds, always calls the Democrats out. Okay, this is a black gentleman. He doesn't fall for the BS, okay? He is seen, just like I've seen and like so many other people have seen lately, that Michelle Obama, 
and that whole administration are starting to rear their ugly head and kind of show up, you know. And, you know, we all still think that Michelle Obama will probably, they will slide her in at the Democrat National Convention or somebody, okay, or somebody. So, anyway, I love Byron Donalds. He just tells it like it is. This president, if we can do that, that's where your numbers crest over 25%. Now, with respect to Michelle Obama, I hear, I heard the audio. I hear her concerns, but the problem is the guy that's in her party that's the head of our government sucks. He's terrible at the job. So all her laments about people not wanting to show up, why would they show up for a guy who has raised their prices, who has had their kids removed from school longer than they should have been during COVID-19? Now the kids are being removed from school because migrants have nowhere to go because he's brought too many migrants into the United States with this terrible policy. And oh, by the way, the world is burning. We're on the verge of multiple conflicts, involved in multiple conflicts across the globe. Under Joe Biden's presidency, we have lost four embassies, something that's never happened in American history. And oh, by the way, the Secretary of Defense, he was in the hospital and nobody knew about it. Michelle Obama should be concerned with Joe Biden, not the voters of America. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean... The reason I wanted to touch base on that story because um, I have some text messages earlier about did I see the video? I'm like, yes, I did. And uh, look, that guy should be the Speaker of the House, okay? But I am glad that he's a congressman, okay? I am glad he's in Washington. And I am glad that uh, he's telling the truth on the Obamas and the Biden administration and et cetera, okay? Um, that's what I say, but a lot of people think, a lot of people think that Biden will be replaced this year before the, uh, but right, you know, before the election, of course, which will be probably Michelle Obama, you know, it, we can look at it in different ways if you want to. And I'm open to any type of comments that you have, but. I feel that way. I really do. The enthusiastic, though, the enthusiasm for Donald J. Trump for president is completely higher than I, I truly think than it was in 2020 and 2016. I just do. Because he sees he, his party, and we, the people, have seen now in just three short years what the extreme left Marxists have done to the country. They have infiltrated the colleges, the universities, the elementary schools, the military. In fact, everything. Okay? In fact, everything. So, if we don't know that by now, at least that, just at least that, if we don't know that, then I don't know what else to tell you. Check where you're getting your information because apparently you're not getting any information. And the information is out there, okay? The information is out there. So, and it's out there for the normal people to see. I'm still blown away, though, that the NBC and all them are admitting openly that they're planning a military coup if the Americans re-elect Donald Trump, y'all.
all to protect their, quote, democracy, of course. What a joke. What a joke. But here's what's not a joke. They're not joking. Okay? They are not joking, you guys. Keep that in mind. Keep that in the back of your mind, the front of your mind, and anywhere else that you can possibly put it, okay? Every single Democrat who votes for and supports this illegal invasion should be requ required to post their addresses and their house numbers up so these people can come stay with you. That will straighten out the problem pretty quick. You support it, you're in Eagle Pass area. If you support it, you're in Chicago area. You support it, you're in California, Washington State. Then you should have to post up your address, okay? And say, hey, come stay with us. Come stay with us. You support it, back it up. Of course, that'll never happen. That will never happen. Yeah, we just got a text message from uh, Richard Willis. He said that uh, according to Dan Bongino's latest um, information and personal experiences with the Obamas, that Michelle isn't going to run. And then he said, and for the record, we're not a democracy, you're right. We're a constitutional republic. We are that, in fact. Thanks for the text message. Richard, hope you had a good weekend, sir. But, yeah, they need to post their addresses up and say, hey, we're a sanctuary household if you go along with that. See how long that lasts, okay? See how long it lasts. won't last long. Of course it won't. Because they talk the talk and don't walk the walk. But even on the mainstream media, and I do mean the mainstream media, there's a brand new ABC, okay, ABC poll that just 28% of Americans think that Joe Biden has a mental sharpness and effectively can serve another term. My question is who in God's name who in the world is that 28%? They're obviously, that's a little fishy to me because there couldn't be 1% if anybody watches the gentleman try to speak, try to talk, try to walk, try to make any sense of what he's saying or decisions of what he's saying. Hmm. Donald Trump Jr., direct quote from him 58 minutes ago, maybe I'm weird. But I don't want people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities flying or guiding planes around. Me either. And that's what's going on right now, by the way. This is breaking news. The FAA diversity push is focusing on hiring people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities, all in the name of DEI. Mm-hmm. All in the name of DEI. Huh. These, these people will never stop, you guys. They just won't. 
They will never stop until they are stopped. They just won't. Now, if you control the food, you control the people, that's ultimately the end goal also. All around the world, y'all, these unelected globalists, just like the WEF and the UN, are waging war against the farmers. That's headed our way, you guys. A lot of it's already here. Okay? In attempt to seize control of the global food supply under the banner of the 2030 agenda. Okay? That's exactly what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. So, you know. And now they're also opening an investigation. Jim Jordan, the Oversight Committee on um, Fannie Willis and the corruption. Nothing will probably happen to Fannie Willis. It should, but, you know, doubtfully. All right, my name is D. This has been the Ultimate Fun Monday, January 15th. We've been exposing the truth, expanding your mind. It is WPBP 104.3 FM. It is the tune-in app at WPBP, and the podcast will be up in shortly. And that is always with every episode at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Again, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. See ya. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic. Unleashed.